Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to the distraction. Jeremy, Jeremy, what do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? Do you watch the product that you produce? Do you watch the product you produce? Last week, at the height of drama and expectation, you leave me. You leave me without without any net, okay? There I am. The mere colour man, they said. What could he do with the ball in his hands? Spot up shooter Holbert, they say, right? He gives me the ball, no help, no assistance. We start at 31 live viewers. We rise to 40 with just me on the mic. There's no more hosting gig for you, Jeremy. I will introduce the program, okay, moving forward. And by moving forward, I mean for this one occasion only ever. I'm joined, as always, by the great Jeremy Lambert, who is a good news writer, even if not, you know, the point that he pretends to be. Um, Jeremy, do your spiel, and then we'll get to the, the big stuff, okay? Hi. Thanks. So you see how hard it is being a colour guy? See that? See yeah, that? it's it's very difficult. Folks, we've got, we got a, a distraction favourite on today. Um and this will be the last of my hosting duties, to be clear, because I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> the great Jack Crosby of CBS fame. Um, huge star. Huge, huge star. Always bless us. Made me cry on the show. It's kind of a tough look. Not ideal. Um, he is here to discuss many things, including WBF Royal Rumble. Jack, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great, guys. And look how quick, look how quickly I came back after I sent that message in. I didn't know when I was going to come back. I didn't know what the future held in these uncertain times. And look at this. A mere few weeks later, here I am, ready to talk about the Royal Rumble. It, it just feels right. You know, I think it would be, be strange if you sent that message and it was like, let's leave Jack for six months. It felt like we needed to, you know, capitalize on the momentum, pal. But anyway, Jeremy, look, you are the, the leader of this offense. I respect what you bring to the team, even if it's somewhat overrated by the, uh, the all-star panel and such. Please take <laughs> us forward from here. Guys, thanks for joining us. Hopefully my internet's fixed, as Joseph just cut me off. Joseph, do the do the Super Chat deal. Do FIFO Select, Twitch. Absolutely plug everything. not. Absolutely not. I plug myself only. Wrestlingtakes.com. <laughs> Get me on Twitter at Joe Holbert. Thank you very much. 
Uh, guys, a reminder, you can leave a super chat. Best way to support the show. Be like JJ. JJ leaves a super chat. Says, hello to my favorite stars. Jeremy, don't know if you saw, but my point guard shirt arrived today. Thank you, JJ, for the support. I did not see that. I have not checked Twitter outside of just promoting my own show. Uh, Joe has convinced me that the fun house is winning the Royal Rumble. Quite the filth. What's up, Jack? JJ, one of the best guys. Everyone go follow JJ on Twitter. I'll retweet the, uh, the point guard shirt when I see that. Um, subscribe to Five Selects. Sean's got news up about the uh, rehearsals for the Royal Rumble, which we're going to talk about here today. <laughs> what was that face, Joseph? That's very scary. That word rehearsal scares me very much. Okay, I will not call any further. Uh, we're here on youtube.com slash fightful. Leave us a thumbs up, uh, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. Um, Taxel, here's money for stealing a Kevin <laughs> breaking into the Thunderdome bit last Friday. Thank you, Taxel. Yeah, I was gonna do the scoop that Kevin Owens got into the Thunderdome by shimmying across four balconies after getting the wristband, and Taxel posted it before I could do the bit. So, thank you for, for paying that for it, Taxel. Uh, let's let's get into it. Royal Rumble is on Sunday. This is my favorite pay-per-view of the year outside of WrestleMania. I love the Royal Rumble. This year, things are kind of up in the air. Let's start with the Men's Royal Rumble. Jack, what are you thinking when it comes to the Men's Royal Rumble? As far as winner? Yeah, winner, just overall thoughts on how they've set it up, anything. Um, it's it's become, I guess, to a point, I guess, chalk. But uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. I'm going to go with Bryan's going to get that uh, – the, the really the missing accolade in his resume to this point, if you think about it. I mean, championships held him, but, but he just doesn't have that Royal Rumble win. And I think this is an easy spot to give it to him because at the same time, I think looking ahead, I think a program with he and Roman is perfect for a WrestleMania-type show. I think the stories you could tell with those two, and especially given how talented both men are, I think that that's it's just it's a it's a WrestleMania program that writes itself. All the callbacks you can do and whatnot. I don't think there's going to be any astounding surprises. I think it's just going to it's going to be Brian. And hopefully it's a good match and everything. But I, I think Brian walks away with this one, and he can finally put that Royal Rumble notch into his belt. And I mean, what 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 else can this guy do? It's fascinating, right? He's like there's so many pros for a Daniel Bryan win. Right, like he can give Roman the best match at WrestleMania. Firstly, yeah. he doesn't need to win at WrestleMania. So if you want Roman to carry that belt further, that's a win too. It's a marquee match. He has history of main event in WrestleMania. The story is perfect. All this stuff. But I would say the biggest tick for him is if he's not wrestling Roman. What is Brian doing at WrestleMania? And that may sound strange, but when you look at the other candidates, I feel I can slot guys a lot easier on the other side with Raw. Um, I don't know what Brian's doing if it's not Roman at WrestleMania. And frankly, he should have wrestled Roman already if he wasn't the plan for Mania. So all of that makes you lead in his direction. Um, I've had a lot of fun on this program uh, while discussing the theme, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Jeremy, feel free to put the mask graphic in the corner when you, when you want to. I know, you know, I know you've right. been a while since you really hosted the show, so I get it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> look, here's the thing. It feels... To me, that if one of the, the fiend characters is winning on Sunday, the other one needs to too. It's it's a weird balance, if not. You can't you can't do an RKO angle and follow up with Royal Rumble wins. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> in the air. It seems very logical that the fiend returns at the rumble, gets rid of Randy, and that's the end of their rumble involvement. How you deal with Alexa, I have no clue. She has like 18 personality, you should figure it out. It's your call. But to me, 
Brian is not only the best choice, try to be objective here, it seems like the most likely. Um, Jeremy, I also want to hear your take too, but I think the, when the next step is, is like, we need to tackle the list of guys on Raw and all the wacky groups they can go. Because this seems like the sort of obvious one to me. There you go. Uh, I've had Brian winning pretty much uh, pretty much since they like established that he was in it, he hasn't won it, and they've really tried to heat him up over on SmackDown. Because it's become so much everyone thinks Brian's going to win, I feel like it's almost this wacky thing of Vince sees this and is like, I'm not going to do that now. Yeah. Like Everyone thinks Brian's going to win. Now we're going to do something else. Uh, so like that has me a little scared for, for Brian's chances. I, I've pitched the idea of Bray... You know, being Funhouse Bray, getting tossed, the lights go down, Fiend Bray shows up in the ring as he's making his way over the top rope. He claws the guy out of the ring, and Fiend Bray wins. I told you, Joseph is riding high on this parlay. You've bet what now, Joseph? I think you're up to like 50000 on this yeah, parlay? Yeah, 100000 100000 okay. Just a, um, just a mild investment. Uh, the RKO was bittersweet because it meant Alex would be in the Rumble match still, but also very good chance he's just not in the match. So, yeah. <laughs> Top more ideal. There you go. Uh, I told you off air. I why not do the SummerSlam shot within Bray is holding up Alexa on his shoulder, and that's how you go off the air. <laughs> like you can Look, do that, right? Go ahead, Jack. Go they ahead. both they both win the titles at WrestleMania, SummerSlam, match made in Funhouse Heaven. They get married. Come on. I've put this whole angle here. I, I'll say this for you guys. It, I th- especially brave. Any one of these fiend funhouse character, what, what, whatever, you, whatever you want to call them, I'd be, I'd be so interested to see the reactions if they win. Yeah, more, more so Bray to a point. And and Joe, circling back really quick to what you said about what Brian, because you're you're right. That's that's another thing. Like what Brian does. If he doesn't win, like, what does he do for WrestleMania? The only thing I could see that would appease people would maybe, maybe be a program with he and Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. That would like appease Chad's, people. It's, it's if, a bummer because I want to say yes, but you just feel like Chad's a mile away, right? It's difficult. Yeah. The only thing that gives me hope is that Brian is allowed to do <laughs> yeah. Brian gets Brian gets more of a leash in that company than yes. a lot of other people. I mean, so if he Google just says kind of if he that, just right? says for yeah. If he says for WrestleMania, give me Chad Gable and please get the fuck out of my way, they're going to say, okay. Here's the thing. That's a key ingredient, though. Is this a, is the truth that Brian just – we keep saying, oh, he's losing these matches just set him up for the Rumble win. Maybe Brian just doesn't give a shit anymore, dude. Like, he's he not. doesn't want to win this match. You know? Carlos Easy says, do you guys think this is Brian's last Mania as a full-time performer? Uh, I believe his contract does end this summer as a full-time performer. I – I kind of think it might be like full is time. He, He'll come back. Is he full time at this point? Like he's he oh, is. He's there every week. He's there every week. I guess he, he missed during COVID, right? I guess during plus I passed it. He missed some time last summer. I guess. Right? Yeah, he missed. He missed time because Brie was having the baby. Oh, so right, that's right. why he missed the time. Otherwise, mm-hmm. since he's been back, he's he's been back. Um, I don't know if he's going to sign like a full time deal. I think he might just do a little like part time thing, do the run, do the the big kind of pay per views, help out ask, creatively from ask, whatever. Uh, ask Vince to let him go do the CMLL anniversary show. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was optimistic, wasn't it? Really. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I do want to. I think we all agree that I, I think SmackDown is the stronger show. But when you look at their options, unless it's going to be a, a part timer or a celebrity or whatever. 
it's Brian. We're all on board with that. Things get more interesting when you hop over Raw and Jeremy referenced Bray and stuff. Are we, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves with the Goldberg stuff, but we do all realise that if Goldberg wins this match, and I understand that's a big if, that unlocks a whole new list of potential winners, right? I mean, I've mentioned it on this show. I would not be stunned at all if Bob Lashley wrestles Bill Goldberg at WrestleMania. I could see them doing that five-minute sprint for the title. Would not shock me one bit. I look at a Bray-Goldberg rematch, and the way that Bray does his storytelling, he would 100% like to do the whole thing of trying to redeem that loss. You know? <laughs> Goldberg is, is kind of the, the elephant in the room here, in more ways than one. But, like, Raw is hard to guess, because, frankly, they haven't built anyone in a fashion or positioned anyone in a fashion where it's like, oh, they've got to win it. It's a weird show. Dave really had an opportunity with Keith Lee, but that hit so yes. many goddamn speed bumps that, uh, I mean, look, theoretically, yeah, you could have Keith win this match. And I was going to ask mm-hmm. you guys about, a dark, like, obviously, we, we should do Dark Horse candidates, like anyone outside, because yeah. we're mentioning pretty obvious people here. Mm-hmm. Keith would be my Dark Horse to win this, but I don't know about all those different speed bumps they hit with him and his development on Raw. TV. Not, and they, they've done great things with him. Like, the putting him over mm-hmm. Randy real quick, that was great. Like, that was unexpected and a great move. But like, if I had a, but then at the same time, though, I think I'd be angry because you did, they, they'd expect you to have Keith go after Drew. Like, stay on the same brand and go after the yeah. title. But at the same time, if, if you want to do it from the storytelling perspective, it'd make more sense to have Keith go after Roman, that guy who just got the best of him in that Survivor Series match, the mm-hmm. guy that gave him the fist bump, the guy that said you're the next star. And Keith can walk up to Roman and say, well, I'm here now. You know, it's been almost two years, but I'm back. And here it That's is. That's interesting. That's, that could be something. I I just, the thing with Keith is, is when he beat Randy, it felt like he was going to be an absolute surefire top guy. And now he feels like the latest addition to the never-ending group of, like, upper-mid guys, which feels like a waste, right? I feel, I feel disappointing, but Drew is, is tough to kind of gauge where he's at because, like, they're clearly doing something with AJ, too. Like, he's not lost a match on Raw by pinfall, I don't think. I mean, it's the stat, right, Jeremy? So they talk about Yeah, that. yeah. And it's like, I don't think he's working Drew, but then that begs the question, what is he doing? Is he working Edge? Here's, so here's yeah. the thing. You, I mean, you mentioned Goldberg possibly winning the title, and so that opens up a new thing. I, to kind of go with that, who's to say Drew's the champion going into Mania? Even if Drew wins right. yes. at, at Rumble, like they got two pay-per-views. They got Elimination Chamber, and they got Fastlane before Mania. Drew could easily lose that title. You could, you could have AJ win the Rumble. I don't know who you're putting the title on. Uh, that's a whole other discussion. Um, but... My kind of, I don't know if it's off the wall, Dark Horse, whatever. Randy gets the title between now and Mania. Edge wins the Rumble. You set up Edge and Randy at Mania for the title. I remember when they brought that up last year. Shit, how early last year did they bring that up? No, yeah. actually, it was right after, wasn't it right after Edge got injured? Yeah, yeah, they, they it was the, always talked okay. about it being a trilogy. Yeah, the tri- but but the trilogy being for the title at WrestleMania, and my first thought was, please kiss my ass. <laughs> now, yes. I am not opposed. Again, it, it takes two to tangle, just like anything else in wrestling. I am not opposed to Edge being in a world championship picture. I'm not. I am opposed to Edge and Randy Orton encompassing that championship picture. Don't need it. 
Oh, I agree. It's it's yeah. it's not necessary. I'm with you. I'm just throwing out ideas here, Jack. Don't tell me to kiss your <laughs> no. ass. I'm just throwing out ideas. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. To, but <laughs> um, it, it just it makes it, it's so it's so needless, which is a theme with WWE constantly. Has it's so needless. But yes. the fact is, if we get to Tampa and Edge and Randy Orton is for the WWE Championship, would I be surprised? Not in the slightest. I think we all agree that there's, like, I wouldn't go for it. There's definitely a story with Edge trying to win the belt back, right? Yeah. It's like the point Jack makes, I'm pretty sure what he's saying is like, okay, if we're going to do that, can we not do it with another guy that was around then? Like, is that really, yeah. do we need this? We need, we, these guys need to get elevated at some point. I mean, apparently not. Maybe not. And hey, dudes, Joseph. <laughs> here's the thing, and this is the, my big question for you guys. Um, if this assume that Drew is the champion, okay? I think he has a few, he still has a good chance of making it, right, yeah. at this point? Yeah, he does. We agree Brian's the best match for Roman. Whether they get there by the Rumble or not, who's the best match for Drew at WrestleMania? Jack, go ahead. Keith. And, but you know where it gets tough for me? And it's funny because I'll, I'll, I'll freely admit, I forgot about Edge until we brought him up. Yeah. I, for, I forgot he cut that for He just but, declared on Monday. What do you uh, mean you forgot about it? I know you watch There's a lot of people, man. It's tough. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had forgotten about Edge. But the thing is, Edge's injury, I think, messed up. Because when, when Edge first came back, I said to a lot of people, I said, this is cool as shit. I said, but what's going to be even cooler is when Edge is allowed to be a heel, what he's best at. I said, but you have to let the freshness of his comeback. He can't be a heel right now. If Edge didn't get injured and he was a regular on TV, I think it'd be so cool to have heel Edge right now, a year after his return, which mm-hmm. everything's, you know, the the you know, the freshness is gone. You could turn I think heel edge against someone like a Drew McIntyre, old you know, somewhat older yeah. generation. That would be a phenomenal program because Edge would carry it mostly on the mic. Drew would be able to follow his lead. I think that'd be great. I mean, they, they could theoretically turn edge, but I just think that again, we're doing another comeback after a, a devastating injury. I didn't, I don't think that's the best idea. So you leave mm-hmm. edge as a baby face. So him and drew is kind of like, uh, not yet. Like say so, that. So then where does that, and Jeremy, I'll, I'll, I want to get to your, um, who should wrestle drew take in a second, but do we think that leads Edge to a non-title match with Randy or the thing I suggested earlier, which is a match with AJ at Mania? I think AJ feels likely to me in some ways. I would love to see Edge and AJ. That's that's what obviously – but th- but that's how you blend generations correctly. Mm-hmm. It, it, and the so, quote-unquote dream matches, you know? Like, yeah. again, I'm sure – we'll get to it in a second. You don't bring in 56-year-old freaking Goldberg to wrestle Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. You tell fans, hey – Ten years ago, you never thought you were going to see AJ Styles versus Edge. Guess what? You're going to see it at WrestleMania, and we're going to eat it up. It was like when AJ first came into the company in 2016, and at 32, they said, hey, you probably wanted to see Chris Jericho wrestle AJ Styles, didn't you? And we were like, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, and they're like, okay, here, watch. <laughs> yes. No, I agree. I, I think it's, it makes sense. It makes sense. I think you can honestly do Edge and Drew, and you don't need anybody to be a heel. I think Drew could. I think Drew could do more shades. Like the the story of that is Edge is chasing the title, right? Like that's the story. It works better if there's a heel holding it. 
But if Drew is holding it and Drew's at the top of the mountain and Edge is like, I never lost that. You know, I got a lot of respect for you and everything. You just beat Goldberg and stuff. But like, I never lost that title. I'm coming after that belt. Like, you can still do that. Is it as good as if if Randy was holding the title? Probably not because there's more history and there's more bitterness there. But like, you can still do that story because the all-encompassing story there is Edge chasing the title, not good guy, bad guy stuff. Jeremy, you hit it because I think you, you're right. You are correct because then what you maybe can do to spin off of that and create something completely fresh and new is him not being able to beat Drew there at you WrestleMania go. and he snaps and says, I can't do this good guy shit. I have to go back to what made me WWE champion in the first place. Being what? a scumbag. That's what I have to do to get past this guy. Well, I agree. And when when you were laying out earlier as him being a heel coming into this, if not for the injury, it makes a lot of sense him being like desperate. You know, Edge loves that shtick anyway. Yep. Yeah. My concern with the with keeping Drew as the babyface is there are going to be fans of WrestleMania, and I I don't think Drew I don't think Drew needs to be in that setting against the babyface Edge. I think your heel Edge is getting cheered against Drew. Like oh, right. this is yeah. the thing with Drew is like I don't want to get into this all again. God bless the man. I hope he's recovered well from COVID and he's getting ready to fight a man that hits his head on doors this Sunday. <laughs> But, like, <laughs> people like and respect Drew and know he's a great pro wrestler. People love Edge. There's a passion there that is different. It's connected for decades. If Edge rolls into WrestleMania and try to become world champ again, bro, that's a tough, that's a tough spot for Drew. Because you know? Ed, you Edge, like I said, like Edge, Edge is a legend because of how good of a heel he was. So, like, yeah, he comes back for after eight years last year and we pop, we go, yeah, it's Edge. Edge turns heel. We're still get, we're gonna even louder go. Yeah, it's Edge. That's exactly. Edge. Yeah. But okay, so there's fans at Mania. Uh, I mean, that's not officially officially confirmed, but all signs point to that. After that, like they're still just doing Thunderdome stuff, right? Like then they can just yeah, tell the audience, "Hey, boo this guy!" <laughs> once he finally yeah. turns heel, like Edge will get the pop at Mania. Cool. I mean, technically he is a babyface. Edge or Drew is the babyface. He'll get the more of the boos. But then it just goes back to the piped in audio at the Thunderdome. <laughs> well, no, they, they weren't there. Well, not again. Not, well, I mean, WWE did confirm the fans because it, yeah. in the fine print underneath, they released the ticket info. They're like, ticket information will be so. But um, after, didn't I see some report that they were going to maybe toy? Because it, look, it, and this is not before anybody takes this the wrong way, this is not one versus the other. But they have to be at least a little peeved that AEW can have fans at Daly's place every Wednesday, and they're still doing this computer screen shit around an arena. That's gotta that's gotta peeve them in some form. It's it's either that or they like. I think I honestly think there's people that work there that prefer it. I'm not yeah, even joking. I think so too. Have <laughs> you seen the stuff they're doing with, with the thing that she changed? She, she was a different person three times. <laughs> it's, yeah, it does oh, give a lot of cool Oh, that was, can I just say, Tom Phillips, the lights go out, it comes back, and he's Alexa Bliss dressed as Alexa Bliss, and Tom Phillips exploding with, that's the goddess, is one of the best, most awful, like, commentary has to put this over lines, but God bless them, I tried their best, it was fun. Uh, Tank Bearclaw, who, we got a su- special surprise for Joseph from Tank Bearclaw later on oh. in the show, at the end of the show, it's a Spear versus Spear redo, I mean, is that Edge and Rome? I'm, I'm sure it's Edge and Goldberg, but Robin Bill. Robin Bill. Yeah, there you go. Does Lashley do a uh, a spear? Let me tell you something. (laughs) If Big Van Bob throws that that um, full Nelson the Lashley lock on Big Bill and makes him submit WrestleMania, I'll never complain again about anything. (laughs) I mean, I do gotta say, 
It's been so long. Now, if we if we put it together, what is 2006? It's 2021. So we're talking 15 years. After 15 years, someone in that company finally looked at Bobby Lashley and said, okay, that's it. Now we got it. We couldn't get it right in 2006. We couldn't get we we I, we finally got it. There it is. He's, he's my leading case. Dude, he's my leading case of like how overcomplicated wrestling has become. That for all those years, people are like, well, what do you do with this guy who looks like a superhero and has fine matches? I don't know. It's not a great promo, so maybe he's just useless to us. Like, dude, this is wrestling used to be built on people like him. He can be an attraction, you know. It's like, well, I still think the MVP act with the Hurt Business is great. So I would like to see them, you know, catapulted like that. I don't even know if Hurt Business is going to be a thing by WrestleMania, which yeah. absolutely sucks. But that's I, I'm not sure they're going to be because for some reason they're teasing random tension between them right, right now. Uh, any surprise entrance that you guys are thinking for Sunday? Oh, you know, oh, yeah, it, it's it's so tough because of, you know the the climate. I, I, was, mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, how, like what? Because surprises are brought in to pop live crowds. Yeah. There, there's no one to pop here. Mm-hmm. Hey, the me. producer's going to tell, hey, big cheer. Cheer for this guy. I haven't seen him in 20 years. Kevin Dunn's going to take that lever and just shove <laughs> it right into the wall. Get the 2K crowd noise going. So here's the thing, okay? We're having fun. We're talking about the production differences at the Fun Dome and all this good stuff. Are we, you know, when we talk about a Bray win or whatever, are we being dismissive of the notion this could be like a fully – cinematic experience because like i would not I, be surprised Alan. i mean i told you that they're gonna he's gonna toss over the top rope and as he's yes. going over the top lights go down oh. there's the fiend but like how crazy could it get though because they're gonna realize that rumble in front of no fans is tough because the rumble is all about as you said Jay, it's all about the excitement oh my god this guy's here you know are we about to see something like unprecedented at this program because if so oh my <laughs> i hope so i legitimately <laughs> hope so like just don't give me a regular Royal Rumble. They're great, but like we've been saying, the whole thing is the countdown. I'm sure they'll have the piped in countdown. And then the pop for the returns oh, and yeah. stuff. Like, oh, who is it and whatnot. And because they can't do that, like give me something different. Give me I something. Can, I can maybe I can maybe think of one person that just popped into my head. And I, I know it's like, like some people think returns is something that's gonna, you know, every website on the planet's gonna Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see it, Christian, because he took he he didn't wrestle the match with Randy, but he took some bumps. I think you could do it, uh, maybe uh, a spot where Edge is standing there by himself, and Christian comes out and kind of gets a whoa from the people really quick, or Randy's in there and Christian, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 he does fit the definition of surprise. Christian, maybe I'd say it's a good bet. That, that could work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just. It wouldn't surprise me if the conversation after this rumble was where were all the surprises and they respond with, we have 400 wrestlers under contract. This was not the time <laughs> of surprise. And to be honest, if they do that, I'll say fair enough. I, it wouldn't. Can't By the way, there's one name. There's a contender none of us have talked about who has been linked with Drew now for like three months, which is Sheamus. I think all of us scoff at Sheamus as a, as a world title challenger at yeah. Mania, but it's possible. It's feasible. Well, it feels like, like that's like a match. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jay. A, a world title challenger or a rumble winner, are you saying? Just to clarify. I, I, I'm glad you asked. I think there is a difference. I'm not sure he's a rumble winner, but I could see him ending up as Drew's challenger. He's, he's probably I, 
like, yes, there, there's a select few that have been two-time Rumble winners in their career. I love Sheamus. Love Sheamus yeah. to death. I think Sheamus is an all-time great worker. Love the guy. But I don't think he fits that two-time Rumble winner stat. Yeah, I agree. So he would have to win a match at Fastlane or something, number one contender match or something on Raw or, mm-hmm. you know, to that effect. But, no, I I would, you know, as a, as a wrestling fan, I would pop hard for Sheamus and Drew at WrestleMania for the title. Here's like the thing him. is – if Raw, if you look at what Raw could have, if we try and lay this out in some kind of detail, okay? If you have Drew and Sheamus as the title match for Raw, and underneath that you have Edge and AJ, Randy and Bray in a funhouse match, Keith and Lashley, maybe, for the sake of arguments, I don't think it's a problem that Drew and Sheamus isn't like a blockbuster match. It's going to be a really good match, which is what you need on that group match. Like, I think it's, I don't think it's something you can dismiss, right? Like, I agree with you. I think Sheamus certainly his performance warrants that kind of stature. It's just a matter of whether or not the audience views him that way at large. I don't know. Throw two, two names and you're going to laugh at me for both of them. Number one, John Cena. He should come back and definitely win. No. Yeah. Number two, CM Punk. I don't know. (laughs) I think, I think Cena is very, I think Cena could really happen. I, I, the reason I don't say that, like a name like that when we're talking about winners is because, and I know Jeremy, you're just throwing this out there as like a, you know, kind of wild um, option. But, like, it's one of those ones where if they want to be back, they're just get they're going to be back. Yeah. It's the same with Ronda on the women's side. Like we can sit here the whole day and be like, Ronda's coming back. It's like, dude, we don't know. And if they're back, they're back, and they're going to win the thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm with you. Like, it could happen, definitely. You know, the, the punk thing is so weird to me because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's just celebrating the seven-year anniversary of him walking away and telling everyone to screw off and, you know. But – you know, money talks, and WWE is doing nothing anymore but pulling in money. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Phil Brooks personally. I don't, and I know that he said. But eventually, they might slap enough money on that table, especially if they get desperate enough to say, "Dude, come on, please." Can he's you? quarantining? He's not on backstage <laughs> the night before. Hey, look, seriously, Dwayne Johnson aside. Is Punk versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania the biggest match they could feasibly pull off? By far. Yeah. That would be I think Cena would be a bigger deal. I think Cena would be a bigger deal. No, no, no. no. Okay. Like, Cena and him did the, they did a program and like Cena's part of the family still. Punk is the he's the like the contrast to Roman. You know? Like people that hate Roman, Punk's their guy. And now Punk's the baby face against right, Paul Heyman managed Roman Reigns. Punk and Roman, Roman is the bigger is wrestling deal. Cena and Roman is the bigger mainstream deal. No one watches this shit in the mainstream. It's for dorks like us. What are you talking about? They just got picked up by Peacock, Joseph. This is mainstream all over again. I think you're, I I agree with you. Cena's more famous, but I think you need to be like, punk is a big deal in some sense, you know? I, let's I get not it. get let's not get into this mainstream stuff <laughs> because if you do if you do my answer for everything is going to be Big Dave Batista. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's going to be my answer for everything. That's, that's Batista it. versus Roman. Batista versus Brian. Batista versus do them all. Actually, every WrestleMania match is Dave Batista. Yes, I'm with you. Dave Batista, Batista, Drew. Batista, Batista versus Charlotte. <laughs> Kick it out of zero. Bad I'm in. Um, I have one last name. That is more sort of grounded it will be within the current television. This is this would be a throwback if they did this, okay? If KO gets robbed again at the Royal Rumble, 
hobbles his way into that Rumble match, wins it, goes to WrestleMania, and finally dethrones Roman, I will, I will be in awe of the old school chase they've just pulled off. Because yep. KO has been fabulous in this feud, and he does deserve some kind of reward for it. That would be pretty neat for me. Love it, but again, I think that is a scenario where you need a live crowd. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And that's what, what sucks that you have to. We have to factor that into stuff, but mm-hmm. I think that's a live crowd deal. Rob Wilkins has a super chat. First off, happy birthday, Rob! Uh, it's been thirty years since the boyhood dream came true for Hogan, and he won the ninety-one Rumble. <laughs> I love the Rumbles, dude. If Hogan comes in and wins this Rumble, the, they'll all cancel the people. Peacock Network, every single person. Uh, Super Sick Bud Ryan says, love to see you guys. Good to see Jack again. I'm all in on the Fiend and Fiendess Rumble wins. The Chubby Chief and I will talk to you from our own private island. <laughs> <laughs> how much, is how much money you got on it, bud? Joseph's got 100000 Value. It's value, okay? I'm, I'm not saying it's lightly anymore, but it's still valued. Just be, just Joseph, I got to tell you, it's been going through my head, this whole Fiend double Rumble winner <laughs> deal, and I kind of hate you. I kind of <laughs> don't like you. I kind of don't like you right now. I don't believe that, Jack, firstly. But secondly, <laughs> I, the thing is, they're big on moments, right? And they'll, at some point with this act, they will want to have a moment where they both do something and the pay-per-view goes off the air with those two standing next to each other. That's just what they do. That's their shit. Uh, JJ says, Funhouse puppets into the Rumble. They could have some. Could happen. I think like we all kind of expect multiple Brays and Alexas, right? I like think Alexas most likely because there was three of them on Raw. Yeah. I, I think we're going to get multiple Braves, honestly. I saw a right. bunch of people saying you could do th- three Alexas. No, you can do four Alexas, the little pixie princess. Sparkle, yeah, get the Sparkle Alexa back. Yeah. yeah. Reminder, guys, uh, you can send in a super chat. Best way to support the show. Each question, comment, statement, read on air. Let's uh, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble. I don't know a favorite for this thing. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is just going to win everything. That's my pick. Sticking with it, Jack. Who do you got for the women's rumble? I'll, I'll again. I'll go Chuck. But it, it's like it's it's so hard to pick some kind of outside the box idea with no fans and such. So Bianca, uh, it's, they seem to have her. And she's in a program with Bailey right now, which to me comes across as Bailey being used as the to get Bianca to the next step. Yeah, that she has to get to to be a legit title challenger. So I'll 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 go with Bianca. I I'm I'm tempted to agree. I have concluded that with a two night WrestleMania, which is a factor here, right? We need to remember two nights allows them to do matches that frankly they wouldn't do otherwise. I mean, last year had Elias and Corbin, Lashley and Alistair Black, random cold matches. I think Bailey and Bianca are carrying this thing to WrestleMania for a non-title match. I think Rhea Ripley. He's winning the Rumble and facing the legit boss. And let me tell you something now, folks, okay? We have a lot of fun on here and pretend we don't like professional wrestling. If you give me Rhea Ripley versus the legit boss, it's game over. Seatbelts on, I'm locked in, okay? That's different. Why? That could be an all-timer, let me tell you. Just curious, why wouldn't Rhea – why wouldn't they slap the Raw title on Charlotte quick and have Rhea go avenge that loss? So Just this curious. is under the assumption that certain powers that be would know – the best spot for a call-up is not in between the Queen and the Fiendess. That would be my time. <laughs> Which I would agree with, personally. So there's that. Uh, Ripley, oh, yeah. Ripley is my, my actual pick to, to win it. Um, it seemed like that's the best choice, right? I like Bianca. I, I think the Ripley kind of redemption thing, she comes up, she wins the Rumble. 
she goes on. I do think beating Charlotte is kind of the way to go. I think that Charlotte and Alexa or Asuka lose the women's tag titles uh, probably at uh, probably at the Rumble to Nia and Shayna. They do Asuka and Charlotte as like, oh, we're partners who don't get along. And Charlotte kind of turns uh, at Fastlane or Elimination Chamber, gets the title, and they do Ripley and Charlotte again. And then hopefully Ripley wins the sign. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust that, but I'm with Joseph. I'd much prefer Sasha and, and Rhea because if if they don't do that, then where is uh Sasha going? Unless they do, you know, whoever wins the elimination chamber match gets the match against Sasha. And I guess you could do Bianca, but I, I kind of think they are kind of going to WrestleMania with Bianca and Bailey. So where does that leave Sasha? I don't know. I I'm taught, to be honest, I don't say this often, okay? When I look at the Raw Women's Division, genuinely gives me a headache. Like, trying <laughs> to figure out how you get to a WrestleMania match, like, I honestly find it to be painful. Because everywhere I go, there's an issue. Like, what you just said there, the end game of what you said is good, okay? Rhea avenging a loss to Charlotte. Cool, man. Thumbs up. I'm in. Asuka dropping the belt, dropping two belts within a month and then not being involved at Mania is filth. You just can't do it. It's it's it kills her. It completely kills her. But then you could say to that she comes back as Kana. You could say that you could say to me they've already killed her, and I'd say yeah, the person that murdered her is also not in that plan. What are they actually <laughs> doing here? I have no clue. My guess for Raw is, I think you're going to get Charlotte, Asuka, Alexa, Triple Threat, because I think they know that. And I look, this is not an Alexa Bliss is bad thing. That character is hard to do matches in. It just is, isn't it? It's not the sort of thing you're going to go out there and do sort of drop toe holds. I think you can protect it a lot better in a triple threat. And I think you can logically use the Alexa character to divide Asker and Charlotte, right? You can do the whole dynamic of she's like playing them effectively. Yeah. That way you're protecting both the tag champs who are no longer getting tag champs by then, but you get my point. I think that's the logical way to go in a division that frankly has been horrifically bad, a complete waste of resources they should be ashamed of, but such is life. <laughs> I do know one thing. Oh. All good picks. Love the storylines. Love where everything's going. If Ronda Rousey (laughs) returns and wins that goddamn Royal Rumble, I'm calling NBC Universal. I'm calling Fox. I'm calling the FBI. I'm calling the CIA. (laughs) I'm calling any I'm calling all the British authorities on behalf of Joe. I'm good. No. No, I want nothing to do with that. Let's just stay in the lanes which we have created here. Let's not go there to Ronda because I'm starting to get a little worried because we were talking about surprises in the men's rumble. I could see Ronda showing up and tossing like 15 girls at the same time, like within like, not sit, but within like a two minute span and go, yeah, I win. Now the only thing, the only thing, Ronda Rousey impression. (laughs) The only thing, that shies me away from that is that the only way that that, that would make a true amount of sense is if Becky was active, See, active I, and a champion and Becky not being there. I I don't think they're going to do that, but it wouldn't shock me. I, I agree with you. It, it, it makes way more sense. It's sense is if it's Becky, you could still do like this Rhonda coming in win thing. And like you do Rhonda and Sasha, you get Rhonda on Fox for however many weeks you actually tell people that Sasha Banks is the star of the Mandalorian. Like you can create a lot of buzz. <laughs> but what, like, what are you actually achieving at that point though? 
What are you achieving with any of this, Joseph? <laughs> oh, look, I can answer that in this case, okay? Does it really matter? If you go with Bianca Blair, as Jack suggested, you finally add a new name to that core group of women that they've now been using for four years, okay? <laughs> Which is the Four Horsemen, Electra, and Asuka. That's their six. They've not gone out of that other than a Carmella reign, which we all pretend didn't happen. Okay? That's fine. Rhea Ripley, same thing. The big elephant in the room here, and I'm sorry, I know, you know, bow down, we've had a lot of fun with it in the past. This Charlotte Flair thing is a problem, guys. It's a real problem. Because all of us know she's going to be in that Raw title match. This is not how stories are supposed to be told. Do any of us care about what that character is up to now? I certainly don't, but I know full well at WrestleMania I'm going to have to. She's going to be in the title match. Well, I do, I do know, because I saw it on Twitter, if Charlotte Flair keeps kicking Shayna Baszler in the face, she's going to have a lot of problems on her hands if she keeps doing that. It's a problem. I'm, I'm Seriously, I know that it's easy for people that are in the business that do podcasts like us um, to dismiss, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with Charlotte. She's the goat and all this stuff. No, there is a problem because she's yeah. a 14-time champion that no one cares about. She has been back a month, and I am already – I was out after one night. I was finished. I'm not blaming her fully. I'm not even blaming her most of the way. It's great if they have failed to give her any kind of interesting character beyond she wins titles. And as if that is your character, you become like an albatross. You become something they have to book around. This is a this is a problem, guys. Seriously. I mean, we all agree she's going to be in the title match. That's not how these stories should work, my friend. This no. is, you know, we should have some investment. None of it connects. It's just... People, go ahead. People were so worried, Joe, to your point about Roman Reigns being the next John Cena. Yeah. Charlotte is. Yeah. It's not and Roman, that's generous. Charlotte. Honestly, man, there's a lot of like... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Triple H in that Charlotte stuff. Like, it's very, like, they do the hill run, then they'll turn her baby face, realize it sucks, and do it again. They do it over and over again. And never once does the performer or the creative turn around, look at each other and say, maybe it isn't the audience's fault. Maybe we need to change something. I'm, I, I just listed those six women, okay? The core six women. Go through every single one of them. When they were out of the title scene, they did stuff that proved they are entertaining enough to be in the title scene. Asuka with Kyrie, Alexa with Nicola, or as, or as Jack calls her, the Cactus Jack of the Women's Division. Sasha and Bailey goes without saying they were tremendous for years without those title scenes, okay? Becky, come on, Becky was over without getting any luck from booking. We need Charlotte to connect with us in a way that doesn't revolve around championships. Because otherwise, you're just spinning this wheel over and over again until you hit the amount of title wins you want. Again, I'm not questioning how good of a performer she is. I'm telling you that when the whole audience, not the whole audience, that's not fair. When so much of the audience is, is, has apathy for one of your biggest stars, that's a problem. That's a major problem in my view. I think it's one of the biggest issues Raw has. There you go. I think they like are actually trying to do that, and it's not good. This Lacey Evans, Ric Flair stuff, okay. it's, it's horrible. Uh, like They're trying to do that, and the problem is they so can't help themselves with it that they still put the women's tag title on her. Like They don't need those belts at all. They were on SmackDown this past week, and there was just like no mention – of Alexa and Asuka, no mention of what's going on with Charlotte, Rick, and Lacey. It's just like it was a whole other dimension 
when they were on SmackDown, just defending yeah. the, or having the match against the Riot Squad. Like, I, I, I don't mind their attempt at this Lacey Evans, uh, Ric Flair stuff. Again, I don't find it compelling or interesting at all. At least they're trying something, but why does she need one half of the women's titles for this? And they, they screwed, like, they did this when they had a tailor made story with Lana right there. And say what you will about Lana, like, I get it, but the story was there and they just shuffled her out just to put a title on on charlotte flair uh psychops is better than wolverine says if Rhea wins over bianca again i'll be pissed i mean i'll take either one of them because like like joseph was saying at least it's new yeah they're both awesome i I get that but like when i say that i'm not saying like oh bianca's frozen out i'm saying she beats bailey at mania and then you go to SummerSlam with those two like i just see i was just gonna I was just going to say that like that that's where just like anything else in wrestling you always have to look ahead and that's just look ahead to wrestlemania yeah, like, I agree. I, I was I, that just popped into my head. It's like, okay, yeah, Rhea wins over Bianca, but then you keep building Bianca, and then yeah. there's your there's your banger of a SummerSlam women's title match right there, Rhea and Bianca. I agree. And it satisfies it satisfies everything. A good wrestling match, and people want something new. They're going to get something new, and it's it is important to get some new blood because I've seen all these women wrestle each other a lot now. It's difficult. Um, and that's the other thing that, you know, for Charlotte is an issue for her that isn't her fault is like, I've seen all these matches. The only one we haven't seen a lot is Electra and she's now like a, a character and a gimmick that I don't think would play off Charlotte at all. Well, not, not even a little bit. So you're kind of left in this, in this awkward position. And to answer Jeremy, Jeremy was talking about, you know, what does this do? Why are you doing this? Putting the belt on her? I will bet any money. They will turn her heel at some juncture. He's just earlier with fast lane and such. And someone will say on social, See, look, it was all a story. You resented her because she stole the spotlight from Asuka, but now she's <laughs> a heel. Well, what's the point, though? Because eventually she's going to beat the baby face and turn back baby face. I'm, I'm going in circles here. You're going to have to help me. Nonetheless, if you couldn't tell already, the Raw Women's Division infuriates me to the point where the fact that we have to like log on to Twitter and be like, yeah, this fiendess stuff sucks. Listen, what was better before? They're not doing nothing with the women. It's dead. It's finished. Get rid of it. And it pisses me off even more because, like, then you then you look down and you see Candice LeRae's in her fifteenth year on NXT, <laughs> uh, and it's like, what are we doing here? What, like, that's what, what are we doing here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. But the, the thing is, I'll say is the craziest part is SmackDown could do with like a Candice or a Dakota more. Raw is actually like a usage problem. Like Raw has taken like Peyton and Nikki off TV. I'm not saying they're world beaters, but like. Dude, you've got to make the most of what you've got at times, man. You can't just sort of concede defeat because you've got women have flaws, men have flaws. That's what pro wrestling is. You know, Jack knows that better. Jack, you know it, right? Pro wrestling is about making people, empowering people by showing their strengths. Yep. In WWE, it's too often this person has one flaw, cut all, that's it. We have nothing for a main event. It's infuriating. And that was, that was, that was a strategy that was perfected by Paul Heyman in ECW. Accentuate the positives, hide the negatives, as he says. And it's, it's a real simple strategy, mm-hmm. but it, wor- it it's what pro wrestling is built on. Yes, and to, to give a modern equivalent, I know, Jack, we've had fun before. You're not a big Impact guy, right? You know everyone always says Impact's women's division is amazing. Yeah. I promise you, if that if them women switched on Raw, it would be considered one of the worst divisions. It isn't a talent thing. They actually try to get the women over the role. Do you know how good Impact would do if Nikki Cross was their 10th best woman? Dude, you don't even, you can't even grasp it because creative burns through these talents. It's the same way Ricochet is the 15th most important guy on Raw. 
on impact, he would be in Rich Swan's place times 10. It's use, prob- yeah. it's, it's presentation, it's not performance, you know? I am just thinking of um, Charlotte trying to be scared of Alexa for that program. Ain't they happening. wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> Ain't happening. She ain't cowering to Alexa like Oscar did on Alexa. Alexa would, show up, Alexa would show up in that fiend makeup, and Charlotte would boot her in the face. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a really awkward match. Like, I don't think they're going that way because it just doesn't fit. That's why I think you'll put Asuka in it if you're going to do it. You know, yeah. Triple threat, I'd assume. Uh, other matches on the Rumble for the Universal Championship. Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns, last man standing. Uh, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that Roman Reigns is going to win this match. It's the third match between the two. The first two have been great. Both men have been just absolutely tremendous in this program. They'll make it compelling because they're excellent professional wrestlers. I always have trouble with the last man standing gimmick because I just don't like the lay down for nine seconds, let's set up this spot type of deal. It's a tough match. I... uh... I mean, cause I don't get to, I don't get to, like, I don't, I don't show up with you guys as, as regular. So I, I never got to say this here. One thing, my thought about Roman Reigns is I don't think he should lose that title until next WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I think you should buck a trend and give someone like that would be considered in this era, like a Bruno run, like from, so, but I think you should do it unless like, Unless SmackDown ratings start tanking something terrible and you get yelled at by Fox executives, I would keep that title on him until next WrestleMania. No switches in in this. Straight through this year as champion. Straight through Royal Rumble season next year as champion. And then, we don't know because it's still a year away. Then you find the person. Like, you take this time to pinpoint the person. Okay, he's going to take that title off Roman in Dallas next year. That's what we're going to do. It just... I, again, I think that this Kevin Owens, this Kevin Owens Roman program is perfect. I love it. I agree. Of every I can't get enough of it. I wish it was a WrestleMania program that ended in KO winning. Because mm-hmm. that I think it's misplaced. I like like you could say I think both could be true. It's a great program. Great. It's misplaced. Yeah. To be used as something to get from point A to point B. Because I think the end game would have been perfect of in front of fans of Raymond James Stadium, Kevin beating him. Mm-hmm. But so for now, you just got to find a way. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but it's it's tough because you don't want to. It's that balance between we're going to get another great match and let's not kill the babyface, right? And I do want to commend. It's easy to do the big the big fired up rants when stuff's bad, but I want to commend them. I think they've done a remarkable job of making Roman seem like an actual star. Yeah. When I see people getting upset that he's beating up KO every week. I sit back and I think they've actually managed it. Because when KO finally beat him up a week ago, people on social were popping. They were like, finally, Kevin Owens beat him up. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying to myself, this is what he's supposed to be. You're supposed to be desperate for your hero to get his hands on the villain. When he, We spoke about this on the podcast when it happened. When they had that ladder match, I was, for the first time in a long time, genuinely invested. Kevin was climbing that ladder, and I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh, shit, Jay's going to cut him off. It was real pro wrestling, where you actually were following the narrative they are presenting you. They've put they've catapulted Roman to a level above now, where it's like, they're actually doing everything right. He doesn't get beat up every week. He doesn't lose random tag matches on TV to get over title programs. No, and he's untouchable. And when a guy gets to him, it gets them over. 
KO will leave this program better than he entered, regardless of what happens on Sunday, because it's just great stuff. It's frankly, for a great pro wrestler, it's almost legacy defining as to how good that guy actually is, Owens. I mean, as a baby face now, he's doing some of the best stuff he's ever done. So I, I have very few complaints. I just hope they keep Kevin in mind moving forward. I don't want him to do all of this great work and then be forgotten come WrestleMania time, because that's happened before, unfortunately. But I can only judge that when it happens. For right now, just a huge thumbs up for doing what I would say, off the top of my head, is the best world title program they've done in some time. The ladder match was wonderful. The cage match was excellent on Christmas, which caught me. Well, I thought it was going to be like a nothing match. It was epic. And now you're going to do a last man's which, again, I'm not a huge fan of Stiff, as, as Jeremy pointed out. But, like, it will be great. You know it will be. These, two, these guys are too good. They're just too good. They'll, they'll have plenty of drama um, with this. And I'm with you, Joseph. Like, when Owens finally got some comeuppance on Roman this past week, like, I was so excited. I was like, this man has been beat down for weeks, just destroyed for weeks. And then he finally got the better of Roman. It's like, yes, this is what we needed right here. Like, and and we talked about this before. Like, when Roman won that ladder match, it wasn't a pissed off, oh, this guy won again. Like, what are we doing? Why is this guy, like, why can't our favorites win these matches? It was a pissed off of, like, this is what a heel should have done. Like I was really rooting for Kevin Owens and I'm mad that Roman got the better of him in this match. Like it was an actual pro wrestling emotion. These two men have been amazing. I'm really looking forward to their match. I, they're both creative enough and smart enough to where they'll make it work. Uh, so let me point out, out in the chat. I think it was JJ. Uh, Cena and Omaga, last man standing. That it's one of the, I mean, that might be John Cena's best match ever. That's, that's, a, that's a legendary match. Yeah. I don't care yeah. what anyone said. That's a legendary match in WWE history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it can be done. We know it can be done. It's just on the whole, I'm typically not a fan of the stipulation. I think if people are going to be able to pull it off, I put a lot of faith in Roman and Kevin to do so. Yeah, agree. I mean, we've, all, we've all just basically said about how great it is, right? I mean, it's, it's nice to say that. Um, I think sometimes these things can become kind of like narratives. You know, like Roman turns out, oh, he's great now. Listen, folks, this is no narrative. I would love to be able to zig when everyone's zagging. Dude, <laughs> Roman is the best top guy in the business right now by yeah. like a distance. He's just so good. Everything he does, like, and the thing is, it's crazy is, a lot of the choices they make from like a, a production point of view wouldn't be my choices. Like I, we spoke about it a little bit off air before we came on. It's really tough to go out there and do ten minute monologues, fifteen minute monologues of Adam Pearce. Okay, it's not easy. Dude's just too much of a star for it to hurt him. He's he's above it. He's just way he's just way above, and it stands out so much. How like everyone loves SmackDown, and in truth, like there's good stuff underneath. They're not even that dissimilar. It's just the top stuff on SmackDown is Roman, and he's good enough to make everyone, everything else better. That's the truth of it to me. It's been a long, long time since someone's been on any pro wrestling TV, not just WWE, yeah. that when he, when you see him, he just exudes everything else that's around you. You just you pay attention to him, whether he's just standing there staring into the camera. Like, when he first turned and Paul was doing most of the promos and Roman was just standing there looking mean, I was staring at Roman, staring at the camera, looking mean. That's where my focus was. And I was like, look at this son of a bitch. <laughs> I think that a lot, actually. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's some of Haven's, he's like kind of rolling back the years to me. I mean, he loves Brock, but it was, you know, he had circled that, that thing a lot, right, with Brock. He'd done that Brock, promo. Brock, Brock. By the way, we didn't talk about Brock. We did. That's it. That's. I don't know. What do you think? How possible? 
Roman and Brock, while I would argue is the wrong decision, is a blockbuster match for WrestleMania. With Heyman in Roman's corner, you can't really argue with and, it. It's brilliant. And plus, I mean, okay, I don't want to see it, but yeah. I do think that if it happened at WrestleMania, and it would be like... It would be an incredible swerve for Roman to get that WrestleMania win over Brock with the with the characters reversed. Oh, I agree. With, with Roman is the heel and Brock is the baby face. Roman is the heel champion and Roman gets the win over Brock. He's like, I finally got you at WrestleMania. Get out yeah, of here. That's the key though, right? Get if, lost. If Brock is presented as the savior while all the real baby faces lose to Roman, that is death. That's the end. Finish. Done. But if Roman beats Brock, I'm not arguing with that. That sounds fun. Cyclops is better than Wolverine says. No one's a big enough star to beat Roman. I think he means yet to me. Um, Not yet. Cyclops, Wolverine, you're a big enough star to beat Roman. <laughs> yo, me. He said, yo, me. So I agree. With, I agree there. with that. Not yet. There's no one yet. I would yeah, be I, I, looking I, for Biggie. Would be my if I was there. My goal would be in a year's time, Biggie. I like Jack's idea of of keeping the belt on him. You know, to next year WrestleMania, and then you spend this whole year like actually building that person to to get that title win off of Roman. The problem is, one, I don't think they're going to do it. Two, even if they do keep the belt on Roman that long, they're not going to put a full year into somebody. They'll heat him up uh, in December or January like they always do and be like, ah, oh, this is the plan all along. See, like we told and, you. That, that and I, under, and I understand. Storytelling. And I understand what, with my theory, people might circle back to my men's rumble pick and say, so Jack, what you're saying is Brian's going to lose at WrestleMania? Yeah, that's the point. The yeah, point sure. is, you give Brian his Royal Rumble win that people clamored for, and they're like, oh, we're getting another storybook ending. No, you're not. Roman's going to take that book and throw yeah. it out the window. Yeah, That's why he's the perfect pick, because he doesn't need to win at all. He actually will he, just no, he elevate Roman even further, which is like, you know, even hard to fathom. But yeah, yeah. I agree. But no, because that's an interesting question. Like anybody yet? No, there's no one on that roster yet that's on the level to take that title from Roman. And it 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 could be anyone. But the programs you can have with Roman throughout the year leading into next year, you just pick and choose. Like, like I'd like to see Finn Balor come back and have a program with Roman. I agree. And there's, there's one on SmackDown that I don't think they'll do because they they always cap him lower. Dude, you can do a, a one last title program with Ray. Ray and Roman. Are you kidding me? Oh, yes, I agree. You know, that's that's magic to me. So there's a hundred one ways you can go with Roman because he's such a good base. You just feel Ro- like Roman, Roman beating the shit out of Dom. Right. The family it's just it was TV great, gold. Yeah. Yes, this is, that could be great television. And you could also, I don't know if Buddy Murphy's still like part of the family. Tough for Bud. Don't know. Yeah, what's Please. going on there? I don't know. They're on honeymoon well, still. Bro, if you can give me like a Buddy Murphy TV match along the way. Happy with that too. That'll be fine. Also, well, remember that banger they had? What was it? Two years ago? Yes. Yeah. yeah that'd be even better now because Buddy's in ring is like he's always a heel because he isn't like a super big personality guy. But he's in ring as a babyface. He's even people, more excited. People used awesome. to get people used to get so pissed off at me on Twitter when they would be like, um, uh, "WWE needs Kenny Omega." I said, "No, they don't. They have a Kenny Omega. His name's Buddy Murphy." They would get so pissed at me. Honest to God, I don't want to get into this now because I also don't want to get in trouble. In their system, very, very marginal difference. Very, very marginal. But, you know, that's just the way they are. So there you go. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Uh, our post show, we might discuss why Buddy Murphy is better than Kenny Omega. Ooh, that's, yeah. Oh. Hey, that's the, that's the tease. That's the tease, right, Jeff. On the okay. Uh, Cyclops Federal Wolverine says, I'd be happy if Brian or Big E beat Roman. I look, I like both of those choices. I just don't think they're they're there right now. 
Yeah, it's but not a knock on Big E. It's, yeah. He can they get have, yeah, oh, they can easily get Big E there. I just don't think they've done enough for him right now no. to get him there. Uh, women's title match, Charlotte and Asuka against Baszler and Nia Jax. I feel like they're just going back to Baszler and Nia Jax. Yeah, think? probably. Okay. Who could possibly care? I honestly, I Joseph, you're the you're the uh voice so, of the women's tag team division. I was, I was one. Or tomorrow I'm late tomorrow right, right, yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Tomorrow mm. they're gonna have to you can't leave both not being defended at the Royal Rumble. On on commentary last week after Sasha beat Reginald, uh, they said it was happening at the Rumble and then they never announced it on like social media or any or their website or anything. So I don't know if that's happening at the Rumble. Her and Carmella? Yeah, her and Carmella. Yeah, I don't know if that's happening. In I, fairness, it could be a very useful TV main event for them. Because that, yeah. is, you know, that is something they need is weekly like this match. You know, They need that, so maybe. Yeah. Um, WWE championship match. Drew McIntyre. I don't want to. I'm Goldberg. out. Nope. Got to stay. I mean, if you can leave, Jack. We'll, we'll <laughs> figure it out. Joseph. What are, you, what are your thoughts here? Has Drew McIntyre paid his due? <laughs> is he hard enough to beat Big Bill Goldberg? No, in all seriousness, I almost always avoid like bad quote stories because God, like we all say dumb stuff. I've said that. I said that. I know you can't. You don't have that luxury. I avoid. I honestly produce like fifteen bad quote stories just in one podcast. This show, so I try not to dunk. Okay, fair enough. Dude, of all the old school wrestlers to drop the pay the dues and all this bullshit. Come on, man. Bill can't be that deluded. God bless him. He's 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 hit his head a lot on doors and stuff. Um I think this match is a, I think this match is a sad state of affairs because like I no one even seems to care. People like pretend to care and like if Bill let me tell you, if Goldberg wins, I'm out. It's like none of us really care. They all just stop pretending. They'll do five minutes, four claymores, eight spears, someone will win. God bless. That's that's it. I don't know. Jack, do your Jack's got a lot to say about wait, this. Wait, so, wait, oh, wait, no. I have a quote. I have a quote for you here, Joseph. Oh god, okay. Oh Christ. On on Fightful.com, written Is by Is it from Billy Goldberg? It is. It's from Drew McIntyre, actually. Oh, no. Drew McIntyre says about this match with Bill Goldberg. This is uh, what podcast was he on? Uh, Wrestling with Brandon Walker. Um, says, I genuinely believe we can give everyone a big surprise and have a compelling match. I think they're going 20. I think they're going 20, pal. They're, oh, they're going to tear oh, it down nice. for 20 minutes and they're, they're going to have an epic. That's what's going to happen. Jeremy, I think we should let Jack uh, <laughs> clear out on this one. Go ahead, Jack. First off. <laughs> Jack has the glasses off. <laughs> First off, kudos to Roman Reigns because I am convinced that they came to him and said, listen here, Joseph, we're going to do you and Billy Goldberg at the Rumble. And Roman said, get the fuck out of my room. Or I swear <laughs> to God, I'm leaving again. Get out of this room. Give him to Drew. I do, no, no. I'll wrestle ten matches against Kevin. Get him out of get out of here. Because no, I, I'm convinced that happened. They approached Roman, and Roman was like, "No, nah, doesn't work for me." It Dude, kind of feels another. like Roman like picked fights. the guys that are alongside him on SmackDown to me. But you know, whatever. I, I'm with you. But anyway, to, to get to the crux, this Jack, you're not a big <sighs> fan of Billy, are you? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Bill Goldberg. I'm not a fan of the shit of come in title match. And in some cases, come in, win title match. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. Like, let me just clarify. I don't have a problem with WWE bringing Bill Goldberg in. I, do, I don't. 
I have a, I have serious problems with his positioning because how can we sit here on this podcast and how can other podcasts sit here? And the one complaint we have about WWE is that it has so much depth it doesn't know what to do with it. Okay? But then you're going to tell me at one of the biggest four pay-per-views of the year, the best you can find for Drew McIntyre, who is your next generation's world champion, is Bill fucking Goldberg. The guy who goes out there, looks at you and starts sweating profusely like his heart's going to give out in any second. And we we have, we have praise Drew month after month for these solid matches he has with people that go 15, 20 minutes. You're going to throw him in there with Goldberg? You can't find anyone else on that roster. Especially for a pay-per-view in the Royal Rumble that, mind you, while centered around the world championship, is not centered around the world championship matches themselves. It's centered around the Royal Rumble matches. So you could give I mean, God, for Christ's sake, they one year gave Bob Holly a world title match at the Royal Rumble because they were like, man, fuck it, it's the Royal Rumble. Have at it. You couldn't do that with anyone. You had to bring in Bill Goldberg. And, okay, what's, what's an excuse they would use in the past? We got to sell tickets. Right? That would be the excuse. We gotta sell tickets. What fucking tickets you sell? Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're trying to sell Thunderdome right? tickets. Oh, yeah, tickets. I was gonna say Thunderdome slots. I mean you I say half the people I see complain <laughs> on Twitter, they can't get in anyway. They have a problem. Yeah. This, I... this makes no sense to me whatsoever. Again, not a problem with Bill Goldberg coming in for shots. And obviously they have them under contract. So if you're a WWE fan, you gotta get used to it. Because for the next couple of years, two matches a year, Billy has to do them. But can we do better with the positioning, please? Yeah. So we we asked earlier, and Jeremy rightly responded, what does any of this matter? Um, what are you being what are you achieving here, right? And it's like we do this song and dance every year where they bring in a guy like this, the rating will go up a point, and then they'll do these like <laughs> congratulatory Twitter threads, like, look, all you dogs don't like Big Bill and he's popped the rating and all this stuff. What they're misunderstanding is this is an opportunity for guys that is now lost. A title match Royal Rumble can be a signature moment for one of those young guys in their ascension to the top of the card. So, like, for example, Russell Keith on the Legends show, right? If you think Keith Lee is going to be a top guy this time next year, which ideally that would be cool, you could look back and say, at the Rumble 2021, he had this great pay-per-view match with Drew McIntyre. Jack is an old-school WWF guy. He can say this for sure. Big fours used to be the way you did that, right? You give guys you like signature moments at the big four shows, and then you kind of build that narrative. You lose that with Goldberg. There's no chance. And here's a good example to play off your point. I'll point to a specific year, 2015. Why is that significant? Because what Joe just said right there, Mm -hmm. 2015, what was the WWE Championship match at the Royal Rumble? You guys remember? Dude, I can't remember what the match was. It was Seth and John, right? Exactly. Who was the star of that match? It was the Seth show, right? It was the Seth Rollins show. That's what everyone came out of that show talking about. A few months later, what did they do? They pulled the trigger and said, you could be our world champion. How much of that, while we may never know, how much of that was what they saw, the reaction, the work rate, everything they saw in that Royal Rumble match with Brock and John that convinced them to WrestleMania night, a few months later, say, you could be our world champion. 
Yeah, and not just that, how much of that performance convinced the audience this guy is world champion worthy? He's legitimate, correct. Because if if, if we know throughout history, if you're not legitimate in the fans' eyes, doesn't matter what Vince McMahon thinks, doesn't matter what Bruce Pritchard thinks, doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what, it's not going to work if you're not legitimate in the fans' eyes. So, you know, I I very seldom use, like, personal, oh, you know, my friend liked this segment that I also liked as an example. It's, It's lame, I don't do it. But generally, from my experience, people watch the Rumble. People, the casual fans, have a, they have like an interest in that match. It's a fun match, right? You see guys turn up. No, it isn't. It doesn't need Goldberg. As Jack pointed out, this isn't about the title match. It's about the Rumble. So what you can do by having Drew, who has great matches with everyone, is you can give a guy like a Keith Lee or, I don't know, who's a young guy they even don't even do anything. Imagine if Angel Garza was in a good spot on the roster and he could have a signature title match with Drew at Rumble. He's not going to win. He has a 20-minute great match. The people that came in for the Rumble know that guy then. With Goldberg, you're just going around in circles over and over again. Will the match suck? Honestly, it probably won't. It'll be a four-minute sprint, and we'll pop for it. It'll be fun. Fine, whatever. And if they were if they were in Saudi Arabia, say, and they wanted to do um, Drew versus uh, Goldberg, I get it. I would get it then, and I wouldn't have (laughs) really an issue with it because we understand how those Saudi deals work. Like they ask for the big, you know, they just throw shit together and say, "Here you go. Here's here's what we could put on the marquee." But you, you, like, right? None of this makes sense. You you can't make this make sense to me. Having Bill Goldberg against Drew, and the other thing is, I, I think Drew's going to win. I think Drew retains the yeah. champ. I think Drew walks in ultimately walks into WrestleMania as the champion. But it's Bill Goldberg. Would I be shocked if he beat Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship? No, I wouldn't. That scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. That it wouldn't be shocking if Goldberg got another freaking title run. For no reason, it's it, it wouldn't be shocking, and that's the the, the double edged sword with that is that's part of the appeal to them. I'm sure is they're like, oh, we'll get people with this. Yeah. But at some point, you're just making the the full time guys look lesser than right. Like you're just what are you actually getting out of this? paid dues, Joseph? <laughs> you're not that, paid dues. I mean, that just is. Most of the guys in the roster probably wrestle more matches in their career than Bill has. So, hundred percent. And I, the the Goldberg paid dues comment. I got a lot of people on my Twitter like Goldberg never paid dues. I actually get his point of like he was in the NFL and stuff. And like, there's different ways of paying dues. I'm trying to be fair. Hogan year in. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I'm. There's different ways to quote unquote paying dues. So like, I get it if Goldberg wants to tell everybody that's how I paid my dues. I was in the NFL, and so that's how I did. Like the same way Ronda Rousey didn't pay dues, but she went through the whole UFC process. Um, Okay, but Ronda's different in the sense that Ronda Ronda not only paid not not, Ronda not only paid her dues though, but Ronda made herself a global star. She was a star. Right. No one knew who Goldberg was. Yeah. So Ronda Ronda is like she has a legitimate claim to that. Yeah, uh, Billy. Uh, come he on, was yeah. in the NFL. He's yeah. an outlier, but he's he's like an outlier, yeah. even more so than an Ultimate Warrior, where the promotion that apparently never made a star made a star so emphatic that twenty five years later they go back to him for all Rumble matches. So <laughs> like, really, it's just a credit to how good of a job they did building that aura. Because look, I'll be honest with you, man. On Sunday night, when the music hits and he hits his head on that door and kind of blood pours down his forehead, <laughs> I will. I mean, this is, I'm ashamed of this. Yeah, I'm really, I'm like, I've said it to Jeremy before, so you'll know. I will sit forward in my chair and say, for the next five minutes, I will enjoy this Bill Goldberg extravaganza as blood pours down his sweaty forehead. Because it is a spectacle. And this is the point, the main point of this that Jack mentioned earlier. We are fine with seeing the Goldberg show. 
we think this is a spot that we better use elsewhere. He doesn't need to be in title matches. That's the point, right? At the end of the day. Right. Um, I, I think Drew's winning. I would kind of be shocked. Jack's maybe selling me on a Goldberg win here just because. Not trying to why sell wouldn't anything. They? Why wouldn't they? I'm not um, trying to sell anything. But again, why Why would. Like, they would, like, they would legitimately crack up and, oh, we got one over on them. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, let's be I honest. Think- it's, it's the same thing as last year. It's. If the WrestleMania card needs Goldberg to be the champ for the sake of how their matches are, are panning out, that's what they're going to do. That's yeah. what happened last year. At the end of the day, they looked at it and said, we can either do Bray and Roman or, or Goldberg and Roman, John and Bray. And that, that's the belts are just a vehicle to do that. They're not like trying to pop house show numbers anymore. You know, this isn't like, will, will they draw as champ? They don't give a shit about any of this stuff. There isn't even shit. No. There's even fans. It's literally just, what's the, what part times have we got at Mania? How does the card look? Does Goldberg need the belt? If so, he's winning it. I don't think he does, so I will say no. But it doesn't actually, they're not thinking about it as like the wrestling sense of Drew, the belt needs protection, you know? Go ahead, Jeremy, sorry. I mean, this this is what Big E said exactly. Um, and I don't remember the the exact part. It wasn't Renee's podcast. Um, but when he was on a podcast, he was just like, you know, they go, they have a list and they'll ha- they pick from their part-timers. And if the part-timers aren't available, then if they get to us, maybe we'll win the Rumble or we'll be in the big yeah. title match at, at WrestleMania. Like that's... Just kind of how it works, unfortunately. Biggie's got to pay more dues. Honestly, I think that's the the all encompassing thing. What has he ever done? What has he ever accomplished? Yeah, man. All right. yeah. Never been in the NFL. Never imagine if imagine if when Goldberg was streaking on, like you know, becoming the biggest star on Nitro. If you had like, I don't know, throwing that Tully was out there as the world champion or some shit. You know, like, it's just that would actually be better. But you know, like <laughs> the whole point of that era was it was current guys. In fact, a lot of the guys from the era before were quickly kind of burnt out by the new uh, in the new approach to things. Obviously, other than the, the major stars that, that transition. But how he doesn't get that, I mean, I'm not surprised. He hits his head on doors, as I've mentioned before. So whatever. Everybody's soft nowadays, Joseph. They need thicker skin, like Goldberg. They need that, guns. That's in how you team. can hit your head on doors. And still live to tell about it because he has in. You know, Jeremy, I was watching the AW Dynamite last night, right? And we often talk about how it's like very nitro influenced, and it is, you know. And I was watching this the Eddie Kingston Lance Archer match, and the finish to that was like a Kevin Sullivan nitro finish, which is a compliment. I loved it. I was watching the match, just thinking, isn't it great that all these guys now just try to have great matches? I just actually actively put thought into their matches, go out there, hit hard, work hard, and try their best to make me as a viewer. My time, my time worthwhile. And then I turned around and I said, actually, Joe, you're wrong, because if only they carried a gun or a knife to the arena, none of that would matter. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, if your issue with the current generation is the, the actual talent, I think you need to look elsewhere, because there is some incredible range and versatility. Oh, and variety. Guys. The talent pool in pro wrestling right now is better than it's ever been. Yes. yeah, mm-hmm. And that goes for WWE, even mm-hmm. Impact, yeah. anywhere. It just and everyone always does think there's no personalities now. There actually is. They're just the biggest stage doesn't allow them to show it as much. There are yep. personalities on the in this in this you know industry. There, there is. There just is. Anything else from the Royal Rumble, gentlemen? What's they, only have, they only have the five. They only have the the, the five matches. So good. Make this show happen. an hour long. I'm happy. Get me out of here. <laughs> an hour. Yeah, I mean, an hour. They, they are probably going to add. I'd say I'd say five. They'll have to add at least three more matches. No, no, Jack. What do you know? No, no. Well, seven. 
No, I'm not saying they should. I'm saying they're going. Yeah, they'll be pre-shows. Look, I mean, the Rumble matches are going an hour each when you factor in everything. Like, those are going an hour each. They like to get off TV three and a half hours now. Have you guys ever been to a Rumble? I've not. I would like to. Wife and I went in 2018. The first women's Rumble. It was was here in Philly. I got to say, it was one of those experiences. I'd do it once to get it off the bucket list. I won't do it again. It is no, as a fan, it's exhausting. Just it is the length of the matches, you mean? Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, you pop for the entry because, like, uh, so actually, that night was the Ronda Rousey debut. Right? Yeah, everybody point to the Thank sign. You. Point. But it, Jack, it was, Jack, point, point to the sign, Jack. There we go. Because <laughs> there, it, it's just you know you, you fall into this lull, like you, you know when you watch on TV and you have. Um, you know, you'll have your surprise entry, and then there's like eight or nine regular roster members. In the middle of the rumble match, you're just kind of sitting there, like, "Oh God!" Here, all right, here comes Ziggler. All right, all right, cry. Oh Jesus Christ! How you bury the Dolphins? He's second on the list this weekend. He goes to the second most rumble appearances ever. Jack, but no, weekend. I tell I, you know because people because people do ask me, they're like, "What's it like?" I'm like, "It's exotic. It's tiring." It's very tiring. Like it's one thing I, I tell people, I'm happy I got it off the pro wrestling bucket list. But would I do it again? Like willingly? I don't think so. I'll stay home and watch. I mean, the dirty little secret of these matches is like it's effectively a battle royal, and they just aren't like good wrestling matches. Like there's dead, there's just dead time in all of these matches. That's just what yeah. it is. Like you can't. That's why I loved last year's uh, men's rumble so much. Is because the Brock thing like filled up half of the rumble. So you couldn't take your eyes off it because it was just Brock killing guys. It was incredible. You I mean he started getting tired and then it became funny, but an all time rumble for sure. That I was that was last year. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm not. I'm not doing a bit here. That was one of I've seen every Royal Rumble because I'm mm-hmm. old. That was. <laughs> that, that, I'm so old. I remember watching the Royal Rumble on the USA Network with my grandfather. Man. That's a flex very right old, Jack. Before it was a pay-per-view. You're out of our demographic on this show. But no, that what they did with Brock last year, I thought like as far as I as far as sports entertainment levels go, I was sports entertained off the charts by Brock just yeah. throwing everyone up. And then and, the Keith Lee big boy. Yeah, that was great. And then we talk about like sincere wrestling pops where it works. People jumping up and down when Drew got rid of Brock yep. is peak wrestling. And then yeah. you have the Edge return. That's an all-time rumble. I agree. Yeah, it was. Joseph, I promise a surprise for you at the end of this show from our buddy Tank Bearclaw. Joseph, do you remember this photo? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I probably would forget it, to be honest. I mean, it's not Twitter <laughs> profile picture. <laughs> no, you changed it after last week with the, the split. Screen. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It was your it was your profile for a while. Tank Bearclaw has turned that photo into this. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> what? <laughs> what That's that? incredible. I'm, dude, I wish I wish my um my look overall projected in that way. That would be that would be extraordinary. My God, when you said surprise, I didn't know which way you go, but I did not expect that. That is incredible. That's <laughs> tremendous. Dude, is it amazes me. Tank's one of the best examples of this. He is so awesome in fear of getting all, you know, soft here. I don't want to do that for Bill's sake. I know he's, he listens to the show. But, like, <laughs> it's amazing the stuff some of the pals do online and stuff. It's incredible. Yeah, that's tremendous. That's I love shit. it. 
It is. Uh, Tank said he wanted to start a, a bad fan art series. I don't think it's bad. I think it's awesome. Tank messaged me that. And I well, first, I want to make sure he didn't send it to you because he sent you the Gilbert clip. And I was going to surprise yeah. you with that. And he did not. So I could surprise you. <laughs> Uh, it amazes so, me, dude. It, like, it is, I mean, I don't want to cry on the show again because Jack's made cry already, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. But, like, it's just awesome that people, like, take the time to watch or listen, let alone, like, do stuff on top of that. It's incredible. There you go. Yes. Uh, Tank is Tank is a great man. Everybody um, follow him. And thank you, Tank, for doing that and just tremendous stuff. And I'm, I'm with Joseph. The, the stuff people say, do for us, very, it's always awkward, but thank you guys, everybody. Uh, Jack, where are the people find you at? You can find me at Jay Crosby CBS on Twitter, and that's about all I do. <laughs> all right, there you go. Yes, that's that's, that, that's pretty much it. I don't write anymore. I'm just an editor at CBS Sports now. So, but, I mean, you can find me alongside Jack in the All Elite Fleet uh, every Wednesday night, <laughs> uh, eight p.m. eight p.m. Eastern. You know, we'll be talking about Ed Kingston. We're talking about. Lance Archer's mean wrestler faces. I love the, the wrestling. I love when Lance Archer, have you noticed this new dude he does where he climbs to the middle rope just to look at the camera and then gets up. Incredible scene. Um, <laughs> I, 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 love, I love, you know, just talking shop with John Twitter. He's a great follow. Um, he will be an extraordinary follow if Big Bill takes the WWF title this Sunday. So <laughs> everyone go follow him. I have nothing to flag other than that. You know, it's the usual. You know what it is by now. Uh, guys, we're going to be on Twitch here shortly. I believe Jack's going to join us on Twitch. We're going to do I'll a, stay, stick around for a little bit. There you go. We're going to do a distraction post show. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Come hang out with us over there. We uh, banter with the chat a lot over there. So again, Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We'll be on Twitch tomorrow. We have Booty Pro Wrestling on Twitch at 3 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, we'll be on Twitch. Saturday night, I would imagine. It looks like COVID is going to ruin my personal plans. So we'll play some video games on uh, Saturday night. And then that's it. We'll be back on Tuesday on Twitch as well. I figured out Fire Pro, everyone. I'm very excited about this uh, development. It'll screw I, up, but I'm very excited I, about this development. I don't know what that is. What, Jack? Well, because you're old. You don't understand video games at all. You're playing your like, Atari and stuff. Like, I get it. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you guys, everyone, for hanging out with us. Thank you guys uh, for leaving Super Chats. We'll be back next uh, Thursday talking the wrestling, reviewing the Rumble, all that fun stuff. We'll catch y'all then. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.